Bam, we're live. Why is it starting with Dave? I'm the one who says, "Bam, we're live." Put me I didn't. Live. I didn't even know you're going live. You got. <laughs> I told him, "Let's go live." Start with me. Uh, is Dave, too, Dave's not too loud. Am I too loud for, in your ear, Dave? No, you're good. How do I keep this close to my mouth and drink my coffee? Well, that, that's a good, good question. Good. Million dollar question. First hurdle, um, Susa, take notes of that's like. Why, that's why you need one of those mics that you have for me. Obstacles with the studio. Well, I don't do uh, in-person interviews. You do now. And so uh, I spent the last, uh, I spent 10 hours setting all this up. Why do you, why do you insist going? Um, do we have anybody watching yet? Let's wait until people start oh, watching. Oh, they're watching. This is the Sevon podcast. This isn't that rinky-dink shit you guys do over there. This is fucking, <laughs> we go live. Is- Bruce Wayne just asked if I'm late. You're not late. We're just early. Uh, in, in all the years, I'll tell you a story. In all the years that I worked with Dave, and you can ask anyone who knows him, uh, when he says, if he says you have to be somewhere at 10 a.m., you have to get there at 9.45 a.m. Everyone knows that. On time is late. And uh, at 3.15, I text him and I said, hey, what's up? And he goes, I, I told you I'd be there. Well, I'm going to actually read you the exact text. Maybe <laughs> even. Hold on. Uh, oh, I good. said, what's up, status? He said, I told you 4 p.m. I said, oh, I know. And then I, and then I called him and he's like, are you, are you coming? He goes, yeah, I told you I have a haircut. I'll be there at 4.30. He's really not the same Dave uh, hey, that I used I mean, to know. The, I'm telling you, it's the The truth. only question I have, did you purposely put these up? for the behind me or were those there already those were there already those are uh T- talk to me about them the, tell that, me about them that's an artist uh the instagram account's called alpha channeling has 1.5 million i don't uh, care about the 1.5 followers it's an artist out of san francisco those are the most benign of of his artwork and uh greg bought those for me those are originals originals how much i don't know 12 grand a piece no come on no i don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's very yeah i could see greg buying that for you you got a haircut <clears throat> i did i did jana seven by 88 uh that is those are the millimeters of your organ uh uh thank you tdc let's fucking go two, so so what's that euros. stuff on the left that just popped up there uh so i saw that jana it popped up on the left see right there so what's that lucky camera straps those are public everyone's seeing that yeah, so that guy is in Australia. He gave you thirty bucks. Thirty-one dollars. So fifteen. <laughs> uh, you didn't even bring me a coffee. So and then the stuff on the right. Do people see that too? No. Uh, yes. Those. So those people are the two little camera angles. TDC with jacket on for quick exit. Yep. Hey, it's it's funny. Someone said that I was actually thinking because when we if we talk on the phone, when he gets off the phone, that's how it is. I'll just he'll ask me a question. I'll think, oh, this is important. And I'll be mid story. I haven't even got to the you know climax of the story. Yet, and he's like, uh, wife just called me for dinner. Bye. And that's it. <laughs> it's over. So how many people are watching right now? Like 10, 20, uh, 152. OK, that's good. Yeah, it is good. It's a good show. And we don't normally do a 4 p.m. show. Uh, Katie, thank you. Thrilled TDC is here. Thank you. Me too. I'm excited. I'm uh, freaking out because we're. Um, I I, I like person. so. Let's talk about that. Here's what I don't. Okay, that's better. Like, why are we not? Why am I looking at the screen and not looking at you? Because that's where the comments are. Okay, I want to be looking at you. I want you looking at me. Right. We're working on it. Okay. We're, okay. We're, it's we're, a work in progress. Work in progress. And over there, I was thinking about putting a TV screen. That would be cool. 
Yeah. Or, you know, you could do two. Is you Does that mean screen, you're coming you could, back? Let's you just could start put a screen with... behind me so I could be looking at you and look at the comments and a screen behind a screen behind you and a screen behind me. Wow. Or I could have another screen on the table here. That's what true. Thinking. True. Are you okay with that computer there? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. But I, if I, if I was looking at you and then just looking past you, let me give you a little tutorial. So the reason why we put a computer in front of you is, is if you wanted to, if someone asked you, a question, thank you for the money. If, um, if someone, uh, if, if someone asked you a question and you wanted to pull up the question, what are you doing? You're not supposed to touch shit. Okay, yeah, you can touch that shit. Yeah, look at you, Wad Zombie. Look at you. <laughs> if you wanted to pull up a question, Dave, you could click on any of those questions. What is this? This isn't real. It is feels no, no. not real. What is it? Oh, Greg got mad at me for buying that. Let me see. It's a um it's a it's I must like spend a, this whole show just going through your shit. It's a it's a replica, and he told me, Hey, you're crazy to buy a replica. It is definitely a replica. Because if a cop sees that, uh, yeah, I mean, this you'd get shot if you pull this. Yeah, out. I bought it for my kids. He's like, "Do not give that." No, to this your isn't kids. a kid's toy. Yeah, well, what do I know? I don't know. Shit not much, apparently. Uh, cool. Clydesdale Media, Scott Schweitzer, always good to hear from the Dave Castro. So, is lost. so look at that. Look at what Dave. are these? Here, practice this really quick, Dave. Yeah, I mean, use the mouse pad and bring up that comment by Daniel Gurdy. It's right below the yellow one, and click on it. So if you see a comment up there. So I want you to see what I see. Come here and see what I see. Look at, see, this is right in the way of that comment. Oh, just click anywhere. Just click anywhere. Okay. And that'll go away. Click it there and that'll go away. Philip, Philip. Ah, okay. It's great meeting at Diablo CrossFit when you announce your turn. Thanks, Philip. Oh, you missed Daniel Gertie's comment. It was, okay. uh, Sevon's already lost. And then you can scroll back in the comments too. You can use two fingers to scroll. And you can scroll backwards. Question. Did you beat Don at the Spartan race? I did, but I'm not going to claim it as a victory because he was running with his wife and they did it together and they didn't race. So, um, you're saying, but his wife's a track athlete. Yeah, but they, they didn't run it that way. So she's a former track athlete. They just, they just did it. And so, but I went for it. I like, I fucking pushed. And so, but I don't claim the victory. He, he tried giving me the victory, but I'm not going it, to, it's zero, zero still. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still need to beat him in a Spartan race. That was not, I did not beat him in a Spartan race. You guys are keeping score? Uh, I don't know if he is, but I'm sure the fuck <laughs> How do you like having a um, uh, fellow mill guy in the company? This is the first time in your 15 years working here where someone's senior than you as a military guy. Any issues with that? Alexis Raptis? Yeah. CrossFit Games athlete. She's coming. She's coming. Is she coming on the show, Sousa? Soon. I don't know her. Emily. I know Emily Rolf. Yep. There you go. She'll be on so Sunday. Is he selling these things. Yeah, he sells those. Uh, another, another Alexis Raptus. Rory Marlowe. God, I got to have you on more often. Is this the Gallant first of the Castro Couch Pepper? Uh, casting couch series? We'll see. I would not do an in-person this show. This is your except- boy, right, Down Pepper? How do I know that name? Yeah, I like him. He's one of my boys. Yeah. No, but he's on your show a lot. He's been on a couple of times. Velner. He's been on a lot. That's my boy. That's your boy. Why, why do you have so many duplicates? You love Pat Vellner. You can have that Pat Vellner. Who's one. this one? That's, that's the girl. <laughs> Danielle Brandon. And then you got Jason Hopper. Jason Hopper. That's uh, Matt's uh, uh, project. Matt Fraser's project. And Colton. He's your boy. Colton's my boy. So let me ask, who's the, the wad zombie? He makes these, right? Is this your sticker? That's for you. Oh, thank you. Hey, did uh, did you get one of these? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I get so much shit. Yeah, 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 I did. From uh, Chase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
What's the deal with these? He sells these. <laughs> what do you do with these? Yeah. What do you do? He, he said, I, I think those are said, 10. I think those are $10 each. Is he, he's on here, right? I saw, I thought I saw him. Yes. Someone already said, Sevon, you've lost control of the show. I want to tell you that is 100%. So here's True. the deal, guys. Go support Wad Zombie and and pick these up if you're if you're a fan of the sport. Pretty cool little cards. Do they come in this? They come. Uh, did you see them wrapped in? Yeah, they come like that, wrapped uh, in that plastic like that, and then with one of those little stands. The one. Oh, he sent me stickers. That's what he sent me. He sent me stickers. He has your home address. No, to the ranch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop um, looking around at my shit, please. Um, there he is, Wad Zombie. You're making me uh, uncomfortable. Sevon, give him a shirt. Look at the Con Porter one. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah that's good. Oh, the that's Con, good. Con Porter is. Uh, um, look at this one. This Colton Merton sticker. <laughs> that's amazing, right? That's sacrilege. Oh, that is crazy. Hold on. Let me, wait, wait. What do we got? Yeah, there we go. That's funny. And uh, here's the Con Porter ones. Uh, almost, it's a little too. It's too much for me. It's too provocative. Like I want to. I want to like. Oh, I thought this was the other dude at first. I thought this was uh, his 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 partner uh, Newberry because of the hair. Like when right. I first looked at it, I thought it was Jace James Newberry. James Newberry. Yeah, but you're right. It is just Con, is Con's hair that long now? I think so. I think it's always been long. And look at look at Brian. Look, Brian Friend even got a sticker. If that, <laughs> I dare you. Hold on, I'm gonna try. I dare is it a, you. It's a sticker, right? Yeah, I dare. Oh, you. that's the problem. I think the stickers that he sent me might have been a version one. Because I tried putting the Danielle Brandon sticker on my gun. On your ceiling? No, on my gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it wouldn't peel off like this. So, um, Wad Zombie, I think the stickers you sent me weren't um, weren't good stickers. How much is that jacket? Uh, 400? I don't remember. No, not that much. These guys are out of California. I know. They're, it's expensive. Out of Davis. Hunting, hunting. The only I love this comment. Let me highlight. Can I click on it? To yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please. The only time Dave has looked up to Savon. Yeah. So that <laughs> someone was like, "Holy shit!" The couches. Just so you know, Dave is six feet tall, and I'm five foot five. That is a for those of you who aren't good at math. That's a seven inch difference. Let's talk about what's going on. Uh, just in the world. No, no, no. Well, we can do that in a minute, but like just the format. Why? Why this? So uh, I, I used to work at CrossFit Inc. I had a podcast there for a uh, hundred episodes. I can't remember how long. Just short of a year. Uh, then I, I departed from CrossFit. I was let go. My position wasn't needed anymore. I think that was the exact words. And then I was four years for what? Jan four. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> right. Hey, and it's been a year since you were laid off. That's crazy. Jan four. The one year anniversary. Today is, today is the one year anniversary. Welcome back. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. I'm coming back at my four year anniversary. <laughs> is that was that a text to me from Haley or to you what do you mean did you just see a text pop across your screen i just oh did. that's fucked up that, you can see my text. <laughs> that is fucked up that is fucked uh, up. i think it was to me you look handsome <laughs> fucked up uh, let me check my that was to me wasn't it that is hey Sousa, come here a second are you the executive fucking producer of the show? Put that on the checklist. Turn off your fucking uh, iMessage, motherfucker. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Do Thank not you. disturb mode. Down. Do not disturb mode. My goodness gracious. Keep, so then, keep going. So then, I was basically just I I was just folk. I, I started the three plane brother stuff. I made hundreds of videos with the boys, and um, 
you had reached out to me and you had said something, by the way, I gave you that road cup on purpose. And, uh, you'd reached out to me and said, Hey dude, you need to start the podcast. And that was around the same time when, uh, Susa was telling me I need to start a podcast and I didn't know Susan and I knew you, I mean, I knew of Susa. And so then you, then you basically, uh, pushed you really pushed it on me you just you just came out to my house no no you just said hey come out to the ranch and bring your camera so i'm like okay i did a podcast it was in person i did another one i think with jason Kleba a couple weeks later and then there was that lull i didn't do any shows for a while yep and then um and then Susa kept pushing and then um and then we just got up and running and uh the whole time you were like hey it's cool um, but you should go live. Yes. And I'm like, nah, I don't need to go live. And you're like, yeah, you need to go live. So you push me there. Uh, this is all a true story, by the way. And I started going live. I hope so. And then um, recently in the last uh, three or four months, you've chirped me on texts or whatever. And you go, hey, are you doing it in person yet? And I'm like, no, I don't need to. I'm killing it. <laughs> and you're like, you. I think that then recently about a week ago, you said something to me along the lines like, Hey, I know you're not lazy, but you're clearly scared. And I think that that was a scared might not be accurate, but I was definitely out of my, uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone. For sure. For Correct. And so then you're like, I'll come on the show. I'm like, awesome. And I scheduled it. And then you're like, but in person only. Yep. And I, and I looked, I'm like, fuck, he hasn't been on in seven months. Uh, and I, so then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. And here we are. So I did that. I, d- I decided to come on the I show. I hope you're not going to gonna start telling me I need to be shirtless or anything really <laughs> fucked to up. Play, to play your hand to make you do this in person. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the next evolution of your show and what you should be striving for. This this setup is okay. Yeah. It could, we, could, we could do some work on it, but... Um, Just the design needs to be fixed, right? You're not going right? to be able to... Yeah. You wanna, I'm not worried about that. I, I think this. We need to work on this. Like, what do you mean? This especially is me being lower than you. Okay. Tell me some things that we could fix that, that wouldn't be too expensive. Well, anyway, so the thing is, um, you're not going to be able to do all your shows like this, obviously. No. But I think striving to do one or one a week or two a week in person, having a guest would be a huge step forward. You look at like all these other big podcasts and, and actually both points, the going live and the in person, you know where I you know why I was pushing for that? No, tell me. I mean, you, you, you've said to me, hey, look at Mark Bell, look at Sean Ryan. You pointed out, look at Joe Rogan. But well, Mark I, Bell in particular. So I was on his podcast um, a number of years ago, and that was in person. And so I really, you know, I've done a handful. I've done a few in person and a handful on Zoom, which I fucking hate doing. But You um, did one with me on Zoom, the last one. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of doing them on Zoom with anyone. But anyway, so did the one with Mark, and I really enjoyed that. And um, with Mark and what's his partner's name? Big dude. Yeah. Anyways, it was someone someone will say in the comments. And Mm -hmm. on that show, Mm -hmm. when we were done, they made a comment like something they said about, oh, well, what, what's the, what are the, what is, what are the comments? What are the comments saying? And I said, what do you mean comments? Like, did you, like, did you guys just publish it? And they're like, no, the show was live. And I was blown away by that. And I was actually kind of shocked because they didn't tell, I didn't know you could do podcasts like that at the time. And I didn't, and they didn't tell me that the show was going to be live. Luckily I didn't say anything um, that I would have regretted, but that was my, that was the influence for why I told you, you should go live. Because again, that was one of the things that takes you out of your comfort zone. Everyone who does not go live, there's this power of editing mm. that you can be a slave to. Mm. So you can go, 
you can be negligent. You can be irresponsible when you're live. There's there's an accountability that's present that you have to um, rec- recognize throughout. Yeah, the show. that that's that's and that's exactly what I was worried about. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know. I you, you got to be in the zone and free, but you also got to be guarded. Yes, yeah, there, there's a serious level of accountability to go on live. What about um, what about the podcast at a, uh, HQ that you guys have, the one that Chase does? Do you think that will ever go live? Like, do you think that in the corporate environment, like obviously Joe Rogan only has to answer himself. I only have to answer myself. Mark Bell only has to answer himself. Chase works for a company, you know, uh, uh, representing basically 15,000 affiliates, right? Absolutely. It should go live. And, and again, it's going to build for whoever's hosting it or whoever's on this, again, this discipline. And what if he accidentally hits his wife on the show? <laughs> well, then he doesn't have the discipline right. to be hosting the show and shouldn't be hosting the show. And that should be the end of him on the show. But there's a, there's a level of uh, dialogue, professionalism, discipline in that dialogue and approach that comes with being live. That's why I'm here. This is, this is to support you, but also I'm feeling a little rusty, mm-hmm. so I need a little practice. Which just So you're uh, using me a little bit. I'm totally using you. Um, I would have never Not worn- for your audience because your fucking audience is tiny. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean anything to you guys that I mean to – that's a jab at him. Uh, what, what about, uh, like, I, I wouldn't normally wear shoes in a show. I think this is the first show I can recall wearing shoes. Yeah. Thank, thank you for wearing shoes. I would be, I wouldn't be happy if you weren't wearing shoes. Look at those things here. Hand me one. Victos, Victos, Victos. What are these? I've had them for, Victos. I've had them for like a year and I've never worn them, but I was like, they're, they're kinda, pretty cool looking. They're slippers. What do they call them? Tactical. Oh, the trench foot. Hooch flat. That's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on it. What, are you, what, are, you what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What do I have on? Oh, I have some Go Rucks. Oh. Yeah. You got those free. I don't think I've paid for a CrossFit shoe. That's a CrossFit ever, yeah, shoe? Ever. That's a CrossFit shoe? Ever. Um, that's not true. I've purchased a CrossFit shoe for gifts for friends, but I've never um, for myself. Do you have Nano still in the box? Yeah. I'm actually th- trying to get... I, uh, Rory just sent me, I saw the new Fronings and I asked him to send me a couple of the new Fronings. Um, I should, because they weren't out. So I did ask him and he sent me a couple pair. I actually don't know if he did send me the Fronings. I think he sent me just Reeboks, um, that, but they're cool. I like them. I can't see you doing that. Asking for free stuff. Uh, I couldn't because, because the Fronings you couldn't find online. So okay. I said, Hey, can you send me a set of the Fronings? When's the last time you talked to Rich? A few, uh, about a week ago, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. He needs to get back to me. Actually, I asked him for a favor. What's that? To to come with me to a certain event. A shooting event? Not a shooting event. An army event. Oh, I wanted to ask you about the army. Tell, uh, what's going on with CrossFit in the army? I, I know a few months ago you guys announced that if you're in the army, and you. T- and, and is that you or me? That's me. I know. I know you. I know you guys announced a few months ago that if you're in the army, you can. Um, you can get your uh, the army will pay for your level one. Yes, that that's part a uh, program called Army Ignited, and basically it was a way for soldiers who were interested in level one to have it um, to have the army pay for it. So anyone in the army can take the level one. They can apply for it, take the level one, and, and the U.S. Army will pay for but it. But they have to work through this Army Ignited program to get. And I think there's been some obstacles with it you know typical 
big programs like that. Well, we had a bunch of listeners say that it was no problem and they did it in well, our small awesome. little audience, in our small little audience. <laughs> uh, it's, a great, it's a great initiative. I really hope and wish we can scale that across all branches of the military, have something similar for the Navy, Air Force. Why um, Army? You're a Navy guy. Why would the Navy pick it up? I didn't set that up. Uh, uh, you didn't set it up what? That was an initiative that I think I wasn't even around when they started working on it. And uh, the training team made that happen. I don't know. I don't know the history behind it, but super cool. It's a good program. Wish we had the same thing for all branches. Corey, hi. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dave. Good to see you. Hey, Corey. We have call-ins on this? Yeah, bro. I didn't think that was in the contract. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, you have some balls calling in. Uh, just doing what I do. Yep. So I have a I have a suggestion for, um, you know, the podcast Seven Podcast Two Point If you're talking about doing live call-ins and bringing people in, um, why can't you rent out a space? I mean, because I've I have a business at my house, but one concern has always been bringing strangers to my home. So I like the idea of face-to-face podcast interviews, but. Could you potentially rent out a space? Is, is this Dave saying he wants to partner with you and uh, go in on renting out a space so you can bring in live guests? Uh, Dave? This is not Dave <laughs> saying he wants to partner with Sevon and go in on his space. Uh, before, we, before we would do that, we'd go to the ranch. Right. Yeah. So if we needed a space, we could use the ranch before um, partnering. But this isn't also a we thing. This is Sevon's thing. I kind of just giving him a little kick to to do this format. We'll push down the hill. Uh, this this room is just adjacent to my house. Basically, that wall behind me right there uh, shares with the kids' uh, jiu-jitsu room, playroom. So I like being here if it's only one day a week. That being said, California Hormones has offered me to build me out a studio uh, to do live shows if I move to uh, Newport. It's the endless support that we've gotten uh, from California Hormones. Michael C., the new camera angles look like soft porn studio. <laughs> hey, this is all stuff I just had around. Like that's just an old web camera. I like as Susan told you guys last week, it's like a radio shack in here. It is like a radio shack you, in you, here. You nailed the lighting. Thank you. Yeah, you you nailed the lighting. That's Thank about you. it. But tell me about Newport and your podcast. You're gonna leave us? No. Uh I don't know. You should. Uh, <laughs> fucking fly, little birdie. Fly. How, how far do you live from me? I always tell people you live eleven miles south of me. I would say 25 to 30 minutes south of you. I wouldn't say it in miles. Okay. Uh, th- thank you, Corey, for hanging up on yourself. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Uh, it's been seven or eight months since you've been on the show. Has it been that long? Yeah, June. June June of uh, 2022. I really don't like doing these. The podcast? Yeah, in general. Not yours, just in general. So when you committed to it, then afterwards on the way here, you were like, oh, fuck. I don't, I'd rather just go home and just hang out with my kids and my family. No, no, no. Not for this one because I committed to it. And this this is a win. You doing um, this in person, that was the goal. And yeah. it, this really accelerated that happening. If I wouldn't have said, hey, I'll do it with you this week and only if we do it in person, you wouldn't have done this for another two months. Two, two months? <laughs> Two years. Um, can you pull up this uh, um, first clip here, uh, Mr. Souza? The um, n- not not the YouTube video, but the uh, the Instagram clip. Oh, that well, that's the one. That's the clip. That's the clip from uh, from that was our last uh, podcast. Yeah, you can go ahead and pull that up. That's Dave. I don't know where he was at there. Look at this guy, Luis Lemos. Damn, he gave me fifty dollars. 
That's crazy. A hundred <laughs> bucks. Thank you, Luis. Thank you. Okay, maybe we will rent a space. Holy cow. Uh, Austin Hartman, I've got plenty of room at my house for five Matosians. You're a good dude. So here's the last time Dave was on. Uh, that's where he's doing. That's is, it, is that the exact place uh, you sit for the Dave Castro weekly review? Yeah, I sh- now I, I bounce from that position to one that's about four, four or five feet over. How's that going? You enjoying doing that? Yeah, it's again, it's kind of like this. It's uh, that one's more about the discipline of doing it and more about forcing myself to get out there. That's also why I'm doing this. Just kind of like, again, I told you I wanted to practice. I don't do this that often. Um, so I wanted to just take me out, take my, take me out of my comfort zone and practice. Well, you seem pretty comfortable. You've taken over the show. <laughs> oh, you want me to show Dave the intro? I'll show Dave the intro to my commercial uh, in a second. We will get there. Thank you for the reminder. If I, if I forget to show him, uh, Kenneth, uh, let me know. And then, um, uh, I wanted to show you this. Go back to like the, the old days. I saw that they played Nasty Girls on dot uh, com the other day. That's cool. Do you remember um, where? You, do you remember the first time you saw this? Had, were you doing CrossFit yet when you saw this? When I saw that, I was not doing CrossFit. You got to remember when I started. I I was introduced to CrossFit by Mark Twight on a climbing trip to Yosemite, and on that trip, I had read Mark Twight's books, Extreme Alpinism, and. Um, I think, what was the other one? Uh, I forgot, but extreme alpinism. And at the time, it was like the training guide for that type of climbing, for lightweight alpinism, which I I was a big climber. And I related that to the type of stuff we were doing in Afghanistan, having to be light and move quickly. And so as a climber and as a sailor, soldier, I really um, took to his training methods and methodology and everything he wrote about Sousa, pull up extreme alpinism, Google it and like show it. Everything he talked about in that book was LSD training, long, slow distance. He would go for two hour hikes, two hour runs, four hour bike rides. And so I was like, okay, this is the way I have to train for this stuff. He is an icon in the climbing world. And um, again, I was big into climbing. So I set up a climbing trip to Yosemite with our team. And he, when you say your team, what do you mean? Yeah, that's the book right there. The team I was working with, the team I was on, the group of climbers that um, represented our group. And were you in the military at this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I set up a trip to Yosemite and Mark, um, he brought out this world-class fucking list of a who's who of alpinists at the time. Vince Anderson, Steve House. Actually, Vince and Steve were on the trip to Mount Hood. Uh, oh, Rolando Garabote. Uh, who else? Just this who's who of climbers. And so I was, as a massive climbing fan, just blown away. Anyway, so we were climbing in Yosemite. We'd go out. I was paired up with Rolando, and we would do some ascents. We'd come back to this cabin in the evening, and I remember this, and I said to Mark, I said, hey, so talk to me about your training and extreme alpinism and the LSD stuff and how you approach it. And I'll never forget this because it's changed my life. He says, I don't do that anymore. I go, what do you do? And he goes, I do CrossFit. And I go, well, what the fuck's CrossFit? And he goes, CrossFit's this program of high intensity movements um, that Greg Glassman out of Santa Cruz created. And it has barbell and pull-ups. And he started talking all this stuff. And I was like, wow. Were you tripping that it was Santa Cruz and you were so close to it? Uh, well, at the time I was stationed in Virginia, but we, we were in Yosemite. I, that didn't register at all. But um, Mark is not a big dude. So Mark is a little guy. I, I don't know. He's probably five six, five seven, one forty five, one fifty. I could be wrong. 
And I was like, I'm a small guy relative to all the people I ran with at the time. Like I was a small seal, um, six foot tall, 170, probably at the time, 175, since I was really into climbing and endurance stuff. And so I couldn't picture myself being any smaller. I saw Mark Twight as this representation of CrossFit at that time because he was the one who introduced it to me. So I was very skeptical of it. And I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. But um, um, that's probably, yeah, there's a picture of Mark. Oh, oh, click on that one. Yeah, right there. Yeah. So I don't know how big the dude is on the right. He looks fucking big. What's that dude's name? Um, that's, but, a- that's Aquaman. Yeah, it's Aquaman. But anyway, so um, then I went back after that trip and started researching and studying CrossFit. And for like the next four, five, six months, I never tried CrossFit, but I watched all the videos, read, um, read the journal, just immersed myself in educating educating myself on the world of CrossFit. And so when I saw that video, it was for sure prior to uh, me having done CrossFit. Do you remember the impact it had on you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was blown away because at the time the muscle ups I couldn't do the, um, what else did it, the air squats were so fast. Um, the cleans didn't think much of that, but you know, it's interesting. I'll say I didn't think much of that. I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I knew no Olympic lifts. Right. right. And so, and in the military, nobody was doing this shit. No, at that time, at least with all the people I was ever around, you were either doing bodybuilding or bodybuilding stuff and, or endurance stuff. Like triathlete stuff. Yeah. But very few guys were doing, Olympic lifting or powerlifting. There, there was a handful, but this style of training definitely wasn't popular. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Well, it's cool to see it back on the front end. And this video, obviously, I, I think this was a hugely impactful video. Maybe one of the most impactful ever. Someone just agree? said, "Dave, what's your view on Dave Goggins?" So, a few days ago, someone on my um, weekend review on my YouTube channel said. What did they say? Well, let me even back up. Yeah, I got it in here too. A week ago, Goggins was on Rogan. And Goggins said that there was a SEAL who was attacking him and claiming he never he um, hadn't done anything, hadn't deployed, hadn't been to combat, and all this other stuff. He doesn't really say who it was. Um, I don't know who it was. Someone told me about that because I don't watch Rogan. And I don't watch the Goggins stuff, but someone told me that was going on. And then a few days later, someone on my page commented and said, hey, I'm pretty sure this is the dude talking about me that Goggins is talking about who was talking shit about him, who had to sue it, who he sued. So Goggins ended up apparently suing this guy for defamation at wow. the time, at the time. But I think he dropped the he dropped the suit. And so I, I on my weekend review, I said, and I'll say it here because your audience is probably very different than my weekend review audience. That is not fucking me. I didn't, I didn't go after Goggins. Actually, there's a, there's a project that I did. I met, I worked with Goggins while I was in Coronado for a few years. We did a project. He was doing his running stuff for the Navy. I was teaching tactics and, and instructing new students and they brought it. And I was also working for CrossFit at the time and they brought us together for a project and we did a fitness project actually for the, the SEAL teams. I, I looked for that video. I saw uh, Susan somewhere in the notes, there's a link to um, the YouTube video where you're doing the fitness program, like you're doing GHDs and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, that one, those. But I didn't see, I didn't see Goggins in there. Someone so said you, it was Josh Bridges. Josh wouldn't do that. So, so, <laughs> but so, you know what? You know what that person just did? What? And that person, so that this dude, Case and D, did this to Josh, and the person who did it to me, 
there's very few public seals, right? So like of all the seals that are kind of in the public sphere of things, it's easy to pin something like that on one of us. Right. Um, yeah, I saw someone somewhere. Is that okay that someone said that? Did he? Did he? Okay. <laughs> Look at that shit. What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Who's that guy you're with? Was Dana DeCosta. Yeah, he was IOIC. He was your what? Officer in charge. Look at that shit. Look at I was fucking the training machine back then too. You sure were. Hey, and uh, this is after your intro. You've already been introduced to CrossFit at this point. Overhead. So I'm working. I'm working for the Navy, and I was working for Greg at the same time. Do you remember what year this was? So that was eight or nine. Trish says you were (laughs) twelve. Kason said I was totally kidding. I know. I know you were, but but I was just trying to send a point home with that. Uh, Um. Uh. I, I know that. Well, I don't. I don't know if Goggins has written any books on um, his military experience, but that's not something you're a big fan of. I am generally speaking not a fan of talking about a lot of the things we did in our past. Correct, but you have softened a little bit about it. I will talk about what I was, mm-hmm. what I did, mm-hmm. but I don't talk about details. Uh, maybe the friends and family. Sometimes, not often, but definitely not public. I, I think there's uh, one of the faults of this platform of podcasts, of um, this type of dialogue in general, is people kind of take this non-filter view of things that, that they that they shouldn't have any filter. And I totally recognize that there's absolutely a filter when when here, and there's some stuff you might ask me later that I'm going to filter or that I'm going to not respond to. And that's the type of um, restraint and discipline that I'm practicing by being on this and that I think others should practice. And for me, part of that restraint and discipline um, really, really goes to what I did in the military. Uh, that's uh, there's Those are special moments in time with special people that I would be betraying a lot of them. What, is that, what does that mean, betray, betray them? What does that mean? I, a lot of my teammates wouldn't fucking, would turn their back on me, former teammates, or, or not um, really support if I was telling or talking about a lot of the things I did or, or we did any, any, um, any of your teammates go on podcasts and tell stories that included you? No, no. Interesting. And, and, and not that I know of, but again, you got to remember, I also don't watch podcasts, but right. Well, you'd know someone. Yeah. Would, yeah I would know. So, someone send you a link. I was thinking about that the other day, since I've known you, I was, I think I've only heard two or three stories from you about things that happened while that, you were so i mean you got to really understand like and none that, of them were public it was just that, like us driving phase or somewhere. that period of my life i was in the navy for 12 years is and i would still be in the navy i'd be retiring in that right now or maybe in the next few years if it wasn't for crossfit um if i was still alive if i stayed in um you did 12 years and i so- did 12 years and I got out in 09. So I'd be like 23 or something like that right now. Um, I was going to do that for the rest of my life. And if it wasn't for CrossFit and this opportunity that Greg gave me, I would have done that for the rest of my life. I, I loved that job. I love that community. That was formative of who I am now, of what I've become even with CrossFit. And so that period is very special to me. Those men and people I serve with are very special to me. And I don't want to compromise that. And so like, uh, there's a reunion that one of my groups uh, we have every year and I'm still invited to it. And like there even guys say, Hey, thank you for not being so vocal or not going the route that so many other guys do. And that means a lot to me. And that means, that means the world to me. 
Uh, two questions. Um, when you were uh, let go from CrossFit, did you ever, did it pop in your head? Shit, I should have stayed in the military. One year ago today. Yeah, one year ago <laughs> one today. Year ago today right. when, when I was you let go were let go. CrossFit, did you ever I actually think? texted one of my uh, former team members who is now a team leader and said, hey, I'm jobless. You need a shooter? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Were you serious? I was jokingly serious, yes. Right. Like just kind of like, don't fuck. Think, I, I don't they I, they couldn't let me do that now. No. And when you say a shooter, what does that mean? A sniper? No, I just just a guy on the team. Just a guy. Uh, and um, uh, when you when you talk about this reunion, are there guys who aren't invited back because they have uh, kind of uh, overstepped the bounds of the code? For sure. No shit. For sure. Like in your thank mind. You, thank you for your service, TDC, but also grateful for Greg finding you to grow CrossFit. I'll even take that a step forward. I, I say and I claim Greg saved my life. Because at that point, I would have stayed in and I would have done another eight years. In eight years in the line of work we were doing, I could have died two or three times over. So um, it's more than Greg um, being grateful to Greg. I think Greg, he, he really saved my life and changed my life and put it on a, on a safer career path. But again, if it wasn't for Greg and CrossFit, I would have, I would have still been doing it i would have been in the navy for sure and even if you would have lived you could have been in worse mental health than you're already in <laughs> correct um did, did um did he ever talk to you like that um did he ever say hey dave you should get out you're um, you're in a dangerous line of work did he ever he had he didn't say it like that but he had so much compassion and understanding for guys like us or guys in the military and he really did um feel that and i could feel that of him like even when he was talking to me about it he really wanted me he really wanted to give me an opportunity for to to let me have the chance to get out and and do something that i could also change the world with i mean the impact we had and and that's the thing too so i was working for greg full-time from six seven to i was also active duty six seven and i was active duty till nine so i got out in 2009 and so for from six, seven to 2009, you think take a snapshot of where CrossFit was at the time. By that point, we'd already had three games. Um, affiliates were growing. Everything was growing. And it was clear we were making a difference in the world and would continue to make a difference in the world. So getting out for me ended up being a no brainer. I've always wanted to know this. Um, so in 2000, just for whatever it's worth. So from 2007 to 2008, uh, we weren't friends. We both worked for the company. And if we were like in the same room, we, we didn't talk to each other. I just put you through the through the test or through a uh, screening process. And there weren't a lot of people who worked there then, just so you know. So we would be in a lot of the same places. We would be at dinner tables and he just, he looked, I, I was basically a ghost to him. Then in 2008, overnight, uh, we became friends. And then from 2008 to 2009, um, our communication was pretty high around uh, doing media and for the games. A lot of communication. And you deployed in 2008. Nine. It was in nine you yeah. deployed? I, the, the, the 2009 games, it's funny because uh, Chase just asked this. Uh, a good, good amount of the, those games were programmed while I was overseas. Okay, and how long was your deployment? Do you remember when, what month you were deployed in 2009? No, but it was a quick one. Because uh, basically, three I was no, it was less than that. It was about a month and a half, okay. two months. And I would, um, I would be, I worked, uh, I would work at night a lot, and I would see your green light come up on G Chat, and we would talk. I'd be like, "Hey, what do you think about this video? Should I do this? Who should I talk to?" And then you would say stuff to me like, 
hey, stop talking to me. Or you would say stuff like uh, going to do a job. <laughs> what can you – I always wondered where – and I what, do you know – what country were you in? Uh, it was – Can you tell me that? Get the – hold on, Dave. Get the fucking camera out of here. Do you remember that moment? Uh, yeah. There, uh, which one? <laughs> I, I, I think the there one he's for sure talking one in about. Carson. The Carson moment. Yeah. Can yeah. we pull that up? I don't know if you can pull that up. There were you, uh, you're not gonna be able to pull that up. Yeah, it, it's a, it it has it was an intense it is an intense uh relationship. No one get it uh fucking twisted. You you I think a uh, remember the road trip? I I'm still gonna I wanna talk to you, I wanna go back and talk to you about two thousand nine, but go ahead. Yeah, the road trip with uh Rob Orlando yeah, and yeah, Dave yeah, Lipson. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and Hobart was Hobart there? Oh, there's a bunch of people. And Grunler. Hobart, Lipson, Rob Orlando. Grunler. Grundler? Yeah, because remember, Grundler, like, was, Grundler was a, um, we stopped and saw him in slow. Right. He was the he one, he did the like best a, fighting in the fight group. Besides you, me. You and him. <laughs> you and him. You and him when you had to fight at uh, the pit. Yeah, at you guys pit. did the best. What about that? Who trip? did the worst? I don't want to say. <laughs> Lipson? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I love that guy. Uh, what's, um, let's go next question. Uh, so going back to, um, so 2009, what country were you in? I'm not going to answer that. Okay. And so what was, tell me what the scene was like. What did it look like when you were on your computer? Were you in a room with other guys? Was it a, what was the building made of? Was it a tent? Was it a, let's har- move on from this. Topic. Jesus criminy. Hey, if you pull up this, um, if you, have you ever seen the comments from the, uh, sh- last show we did together? Uh, uh-uh. People are just hating on me. Why? They're saying, hey, leave him alone. He doesn't want to talk about it. Leave him alone. He doesn't want to talk about it. So that's I mean, why when I say I don't want to talk about it, you move on. They're they're just mashing. That's funny. It's like, come on, guys. Uh, clearly doesn't want to talk about it. Learn how to do an interview. How about go fuck yourself? <laughs> um, you're at uh, – uh, let me give you a hard question here. You're at CrossFit Inc. Yes. Um, you were there for in, – in the early years, would you say that um, we had a very low turnover rate? Yeah, for sure. And there was almost this unhealthy, you can't get fired attitude, correct? Yes, for sure. And now, and then, and then when, um, when Greg still owned the company, excuse me, when Greg still owned the company, he brought in a CEO, right? Yeah. What's your, what's your Instagram? <laughs> At Sevon Rinsta. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. And, and then Greg, in 2018, Greg brought in a new CEO. And when you and I were talking, you'd be like, hey, brace yourself. That, you know, Don't be surprised if he, that guy just cl- starts cleaning house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he did. Sevan Rinsta? Rinsta. S-E-V-A-N-R-I-N-S-T-A. Gotcha, gotcha. Can you tag me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Give me a little cool. tag. Okay. Um, and, and, and we, and so basically, we saw just basically a mass uh, slaughter, right? Not right away. But 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 between 2018 and 2021, yeah, Greg, yeah, for we, sure. we saw more people fired in the in the, uh, probably in a six month period than we saw previously in the previous twelve years. Yeah. Now you're you're in the company, and, and then and then the company is sold to um, some entity, uh, Berkshire, and uh, it gets a whole new group of leadership, and you're in there, and. Um, there's these, you know, you can look online, the average executive last four years, you know, in a, in a, in a corporate company, right? Like that's it. Um, is it, and, and I bring this up because I know you really liked, and I, I think, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I know that you thought, you thought very highly of Gary Gaines. You thought he was eminently capable and, 
uh, now he's gone. When each and, and then they and then they had uh, I mean they had you go and that fucking rocked rocked the boat there. And then they they had the um, chief marketing officer go, and they've had other affiliate you know directors go. Is that um, is, is that rocking you? Is that is that is, is that is that hard for you? Like you, like here you are. You saw you saw. Can you tell us why Gary Gaines got? Can, can you tell us what happened there? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> are people getting fired? Is that rocking me? Yeah. Like here you are. I I, I I never heard you say one one negative thing about the guy. You were always very complimentary. Um, I really liked him. Um, he was a good friend. And cap- eminently capable and very, too, right? He very, drank the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, for sure. He was a CrossFitter yeah, through and through. Yeah. Um, Which is important, right? If you work there, you should drink the Kool-Aid. Are people getting fired affecting me? Let me tell you something. Yeah. You have to – and this went – this also applies, frankly, to uh, the games and a lot of stages in the past. I came from an environment that was super cutthroat and selective and v- had very high standards. And oftentimes in my training, there were big cutoffs. A lot of people didn't advance to the next phase. A lot of people didn't na- advance to the next stage. And so having high standards and having an environment where people um, don't advance or don't make it to the next level is totally normal for me and something I actually really embrace and really appreciate an environment that operates at a high level and, and people who can't keep up or don't want to be there um, don't for whatever reason make it. So why I'm saying that in the games, when we used to have cuts and everyone would freak out about cuts for me, that was just like, again, a no brainer. And even now as when people get fired or um, stuff like that happens for me, it's all part of the process and it makes a lot of sense. And oftentimes it makes a lot of sense. Even when I got fired, it's like um, to in, in whoever's eyes, like this was, that was the right decision to move on. Right. Um, I don't obviously didn't think it was the right decision, but I think that's all a healthy part of, and, and that was what was very unhealthy for a long period when we had this environment yeah, that you're that talking was about, very unhealthy. Where, like the welfare state, basically. Yeah, where Greg wouldn't, where we wouldn't fire anyone, and right. so living through that was very unhealthy, I would say. And then actually, once Jeff or Greg, whoever decided Bruce to start firing people, as hard as it was on the team and on those people, um, it made sense. It was necessary. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You weren't fired at that point. It didn't make no, sense but, in terms of. But I make... was saved as part of a welfare state. They, <laughs> they should have fired me back then too. Didn't make sense for the objectives and goals of CrossFit in the long term at the time. Right. In their eyes as leaders, and for the reasons they were doing, it made sense. Okay. I. I, I okay. Um. Uh, what what is your position there? Do you have a title there? So growth, working closely with um, Dave Capstro, director of growth. No, I'm not even called that. Okay, I'm uh, working across the company with a lot of the other teams on initiatives they have to support growth of CrossFit, growing new members, getting more people interested in the in the. Um, oh, I have some ideas for you. We can Please maybe share talk them. about after the podcast. And so, um, kind of working as a coordinator advisor kind of working across the different teams and um staying engaged are and are you staying engaged yeah 
And do you work with all the teams? Not all of them, but a lot of them. Okay. Oh, and, and what's your relationship? So when you were there, you were uh, when I was there. You were the director of the games, and you were the co-director of training with the uh, great Nicole Carroll. Yes, correct. And um, you want another coffee? We can run a commercial or something, and we can make, no, make a new it's, coffee. It's kind of ending quickly. What is the show? The, the time we've been on this for a long time. Are you fucking kidding me? I, okay, okay. Uh, are you? Are you <laughs> no, involved? No, no, I'll give you more time. I'll give you some more time. Are you involved with the training at all? Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, is, is, let me push a little further. Uh, if if there was a training, um, like the the biannual or annual uh, trainer summit, do you still attend that? Yeah, I would go to that. You would. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to go to the CrossFit Games this year? Let, get ready, people. You might get up with this one and leave. This one's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do they approach you about coming back to CrossFit? DJ, that's a great question. <laughs> that's another one I'm not going to go too into details. But within, uh, I would say, three to four weeks after this date last year, um, it was pretty clear that I was going to come back. How often? How much longer? Three to four months? Three to four weeks. Oh, after getting laid off. Yeah. You started getting, you thought, hey, was that weird coming back? And if there was some weirdness in the reentry, is it all gone? Do you feel totally assimilated again? Um, it was a little, it was a little awkward coming back. Not there. Like you're the kid who got pulled out of school because your dad beat you. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and you had a broken leg and a black eye and then they brought you back. It's good. It's all good. It is all good. Yeah. And, good. and, 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 um, you know, I don't know if you can be honest with this, but are you enjoying Don? Yeah. I like him a lot. And, and do you like uh, that it's a male guy? Uh, yeah. That's really cool. It's, uh, there's a definitely an understanding of each other because of our shared background. Obviously, he was in the Marines. I was in the Navy, but there's still a, a connection there. And he's been on pet. We've worked on the same bases and that helps a lot. Uh, there is a new, uh, what it looks like. I can like, talk shit to him. And you, like, you can. Yeah. And, and on that level of just like, hey, you know, that type of banter, just going back and forth about working out and shit like that, that, that I feel comfortable with. Did you do that a lot with Greg? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, do you, well, would you talk to Greg much? Yeah. I talked to him a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. What yeah. did we talk about? And then before then, how long had it been? Well, I saw him here when you he was... Do you talk to him once a month? Probably more than once a month. I probably talked to him more now than when I fucking worked for him. Good word. Yeah, I could see that. I understand. Um, what it looks like is happening on the front end is there is a new campaign being launched called uh, The Magic of CrossFit. Mm -hmm. uh, what What can you tell us about that? Is, is that going to be the theme for 2023? I don't think it's going to be the theme for the entire year, but I think what we should see from that is from that team and from CrossFit in general and from this leadership is a recommitment to creating content like that. When have we seen anything like that in the past couple of years from right. CrossFit? Well, have we? No, well, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I haven't you looked know, at, you I, fucking look at everything. I haven't don't looked at everything, up. but I will say you this look closely. Susan, fucking smack him around. Tell him don't act coy. He knows you watch every piece of content we put out. I I am thoroughly ninety nine point nine. I am thoroughly um, impressed with the tone and who it's speaking to. It doesn't. It, it's um, it's speaking to the affiliates and people who already do CrossFit. And I felt like that that was something that we always did. Just always continue to invigorate the base, invigorate the base, invigorate the base. Yep. 
And, and, and do you see that also in that way? Yeah, for sure. Like, like keep, keep the bees uh, happy and prideful and, in, in the sense that um, it's, it's stoking the brand. Like basically those videos are throwing logs on the fire of crossfitting. Like, Hey, th- there's a little bit of like, fuck you were the fittest. Yeah, absolutely. Putting a stake in the ground for who we are and what we represent and owning that and just taking it by the horns and, and running with it. Which, which brings me to this next thing. I have these strong feelings about uh, CrossFit being an, uh, an American brand in this, in, in that there's nothing wrong with that. So Gucci's an Italian brand. The National Football League is um, uh, an American brand. Uh, there's Italian olive oil. Uh, Balenciaga is a Spanish brand. Uh, there's there's these different brands. Is it can can CrossFit be completely international, be the biggest uh, movement on the planet, and still be an American brand? So remember when Greg, we were like a California brand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that so much. I didn't. Like that. Um, I didn't mind it, but remember that phase, like right. hardcore California. Right. right, but now I think maybe he's on to something. Yeah, yeah. He wanted guys working out in surf trunks and and coming to the games in flip flops. Yeah, yeah. I think. To your question, we are always going to be a. What the fuck is that? Did they hear that too? Yeah, yeah, they can hear that too. They hate Talk your that. audio. They hate that, but they but they've gotten used to. It. Go ahead, uh, stand by, Mike. Okay, go ahead. No, let's hear what Mike says. We don't want to keep him hanging. <laughs> I want to hear what Mike. Has Mike, to go say. ahead. You got You got to check the the audio for the stream. Everyone lost the last like two minutes. Hey, I checked that out. It's actually something happened with YouTube. If you guys just refresh your page, everything will come back come back into play. You can see it in the comments too. Everybody just that reloaded their page. It's good. And he hung up. Thanks, man. Thank you. Hey, dude, are you reading the comments or what? Two minutes, no audio. You didn't say nothing. I didn't read the com. I wasn't reading the comments. So I don't engaged. see it. Look, I don't see it. No oh. one's saying that. Oh, someone said reload, restart worked. Okay, so uh, so um, uh, American brand. We'll always be a what? So we're the brand started here. The brand has very deep American roots. The brand has fifty percent of its affiliate base in the states. So naturally, there is a heavy association with CrossFit and the U.S. because of that. Because we started here, over half our affiliates are here. Um, a large number of our participants are here. But that doesn't have to prevent it or hold it back from being an incredibly, which it already has been and continues to be, international movement and international brand. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Krav Maga, Israel, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Brazil. I mean, right? I mean, right? These are yeah. But like, so I was recently in Brazil, and with all the CrossFit gyms there, I mean, they're very Brazilian and they're very CrossFit, and they have their own flavor. There's not. There's. Um, very they have a capoeira class at noon. No, no capoeira, but um, <laughs> that, that would have been cool. Um, when I used to travel overseas more often and I'd go to boxes and gyms, the, the methodology is out there and the methodology is absorbed into those local communities, despite the fact that CrossFit originated from the U.S. I think oftentimes people get too caught up on that. Like, it doesn't matter. What I mean is, even if we didn't start here in the U.S. and we started somewhere else, the movement, because of the effectiveness of the methodology, would have still spread like it has spread. And it will continue to spread because the methodology is so effective. Let me ask you something more poignant. Do you think that there should be an effort made to... There should definitely be localized not be an content. American brand. There should definitely be localized content, content localized by translation, localized by actual creation of content in local markets, um, localization of content, lectures, videos, 
all of that should happen regardless. What about hero wads for I other countries? I think we have to ignore the reality that it was created in the U.S. or write that out of the history. Just like some people you would say might want to write Greg out of the history. Neither, neither of those should happen. Right. Those are fucking the foundation, like it or not, of CrossFit. CrossFit's from America. CrossFit started here. It just shouldn't it? Shouldn't slow down any movement of it overseas or spread of it globally and it won't because you can't hold this back okay uh you're avoiding answering the question dave are you planning on visiting us in australia no 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 no. how am i avoiding what's the question if i'm avoiding it should they be avoiding it being an american brand should who hq the company you work for i don't think they are okay do you think we are uh i uh no i don't think you are but i get concerned when i see the chatter it pops on my radar yeah i don't i don't see any um what about hero wad do you think hero wad should be for all countries or just american um in a, for americans that's a great question thank you <laughs> uh well, we what, do have we do have hero wads for other countries we do yeah yeah and do you like that yeah i think that's fine uh lucky camera straps australia 1499 this guy already gave 31 dollars uh, Dave, are you planning on visiting us in Australia in 2023? It was so great to meet Don, Danielle, and the rest of the crew at this year's affiliate gathering. I don't know. I haven't planned all my travel this year. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be going to Australia. He's going to be going to the uh, semifinals there. I might go to France. Oh. Daniel's really pounding on me to go out to France. If I do a France trip, I'll also go out to the UK. Um, I did a whole show on Daniel Chaffee's character. How was it? It was good. I gave, I gave him an A. <laughs> I gave him an A. I gave him and uh, Stefan Rocher an A. Um, the, the, there was a, a post, uh, and this is kind of what uh, started this, going back to the brand thing, where there was, I think, a hero wad. I think I have a link to it, maybe, Souza. And the second comment was, hey, can we drop the, uh, the mill stuff? This is a fitness company. And uh, I just totally disagree with that. I think the base is uh, first responders and military. And I think that a ton of brand value comes from that, that, you know, it is the supplemental training for the martial arts. It is the supplemental training for people who, whose lives depend on their fitness. Sorry, I was reading the bio on Danielle. Yeah. I, I have the grippers over there so you could fidget. And uh, here we go. Let me read this. Let me read this comment to you. And what's interesting is the guy got slapped around in the comments afterwards for saying this. Can you go to comment number uh, two, Sousa? Maybe just scroll down a little bit. Uh, this uh, this aspect of CrossFit is weird as fuck for non-Americans. Uh, let's please separate sports and war. It's politicized enough. We just want to lift, bro. So that's an interesting comment. Um I was muted a second. I'm mu- I'm muted. Oh, you are muted. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, 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 no. It's just that laptop, so we don't get the echo. Oh, thank. Oh, you. okay. Yeah. It's so it said that the whole time. I just noticed. Yeah. Okay. Am I offering a job back at CrossFit? Dave, when are you offering seven? He doesn't have that kind of pool. I totally disagree with that statement that that person made on that Hero Wad. Um, for one, you know when CrossFit. When in its early days, this two that when I found it, when a lot of people found it, it, there was a big 
uh, military influence and a lot of first responders in LEO. And at the time, the U.S., our nation, was in a couple wars, Iraq and Afghanistan. And we were losing a lot of troops to um, in, in those theaters. And so Greg, who was a real, really big fan, still is, of the military and first responders in their service, decided to memorialize those CrossFitters, people who were doing CrossFit and who were um, killed in combat or in the service and died. And so he created Hero Wads. And there is nothing wrong with that. It's a way for him to celebrate and make a tribute for these individuals who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And it was, it's part of who CrossFit was at that time and still is. And you think about these hero was and think about what they've done for those individuals in terms of making them um, known and their stories out there. Name of, you could name three hero wads. Say, say one. Murph. You would never have known who Murph was Absolutely if it not. wasn't for that workout. Absolutely not. And now every community in the world is, even though it started at CrossFit, is trying to take ownership of it. Chad, same thing for Chad. Everyone, like, uh, was that, that, I thought you just posted that on your account. That's an official hero wad. Yeah, I did do that, but uh, actually, it's it's official enough now. Let's call it that. Okay, I don't know if okay, it's an official okay, crossword okay, or not. Yeah, it, yeah. it is basically now. Right, okay. Um, but there's a number of, and you know what's crazy, especially during that time, there are like six or seven hero wads that uh, I programmed with Greg that were friends of mine, teammates. Wow. Yeah, and so um, it, to me, the hero wads mean a lot, and and that aspect of it is very a very p- important part of our history that um, – it's it, yeah, it's celebrating CrossFitters who um, paid the ultimate price. I, I just think of it even from a more shallow perspective. Like it's really good for the brand, Wh- whether you're pro military or not. When you think of the fact that this that there's a movement that's embraced by these by soldiers or by firefighters or by police officers or by martial artists, it's just I think it's just absolutely amazing for the band brand because those of us who don't do it then can at least be like yeah we work out as hard as seals even though we hate all those guys that's kind of a different point yeah i mean that was my point you took it the other way okay and do you agree with that that it's good for the brand the brand value hardship i i don't i don't think of it in terms of like i'm thinking about you're talking about the hero wads again not even the hero. The, what do you see? See, see now so, i'm confused so, okay so basically what i'm saying is is that this guy's saying we should separate um, we should separate it from sport and fitness, but this is more than just fitness. What this CrossFit is more is. than a, this is a movement. This is a community. This is something more powerful than just fitness. Just right. fitness is going to um, Gold's Gym and standing in the corner of the room doing bicep curls right. and working out alone, or getting on the treadmill and putting your headset on and doing your own thing. That's not CrossFit. CrossFit is shared suffering in high intensity workouts with your friends and family, and it builds a community and bond. You think how you think? Uh, what do you think about the state of the community? Is it in a good place? What do you mean by that? Let's um, dive into that a little. Is it starting to pour? I don't know, but that would be crazy if my street flooded and you got stuck here for the night. I'd love that. <laughs> uh, Dave, who do you consider the goat, Rich or Matt? Oh come on, you know the answer. Rich for sure. Mike the Sauce. Rich, Rich Froning for sure. Um, meaning, um. Uh, pe- people are still proud to wear their CrossFit shirts. Let me tell you why, Rich. There's this era of athlete that was pretty much maybe after him re- became very rare. And that was this trainer 
this affiliate owner, this athlete who was all in on all things CrossFit. And Rich was the essence of that. Rich was, he was even on the level one training team. He wore a red shirt. He, he ran an affiliate. He also um, was a trainer. And so I think in later years, that style of athlete became more and more rare. And being the GOAT is, for me at least in this sport, is, is bigger than the sport. It, the sport matters too, but also all the things you did to move it forward and the community, move forward the community and the contributions. I think Rich far, um, he passes Matt in terms of that regard, in terms of being engaged with the community by leaps and bounds. Uh, the, the guy, Israel Adesanya, the guy who was the champ over at the UFC, he said that, and I'm paraphrasing, that the reason why Michael Jordan is the greatest and it's not LeBron is because of his connection with the audience. That what he did connect not only made him a great basketball player, but he connected with the audience. And that's what you're kind of saying. I think about Rich. He connected with the whole fucking community on every level. L, Todd L1s yep. was a trainer, start, uh, owned an affiliate, won the games, now doing teams, uh, doing the charity events, yep. hosting competitions. Yep. It's like it, it just never ends. Yep. Absolutely. Doing hair plant and commercials. <laughs> he, does, he does it fucking all. Uh, diversified. Yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, diversified. You know, he's coming on the show Friday. Is he really? Yeah. I'm going to send you a link so you can surprise him. No, ask him if he's going to come out to uh, uh, Georgia with me. I'll ask him. Um, you want to see, uh, I want you to see my, um, I'm starting my own, you know, I've made a couple uh, commercials, an affiliate commercial and a level one commercial. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, let me see them. I'm not going to show them the commercials right now, but we've, we've, I, I saw the magic of CrossFit. So we've, we've actually, oh, we've actually created. Can people just call in on their own? Yeah. Yeah. See the number going around on the bottom? That's sad how few people actually are. Oh, calling shut it, <laughs> shut it, shut it. Afraid, no one ever just called afraid. me. Yeah, they're just this, is a, this is a record. This is a record. Uh, uh, caller, hi. Hey, Savon, it's PC. It's Patrick. Oh, hey, what's up, Mr. Clark? Hey, how you doing? Hey, be uh, nice to Dave. Dave. I know you're a real journalist. You be nice to Dave. Don't be oh, yes. Don't get crazy. I've, Don't get crazy. I've always, I've always been nice to Dave. Okay. Dave's one of my favorite. I mean, I mean, I'm in the... I'm in the service too, you know, so, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep it easy on him. Patrick Clark uh, from Barben, people. Patrick Clark from Barben over here on the Savon <laughs> Podcast. Honored to have you. What do you do? I didn't know you were in the service. Uh, a national, Army National Guard, 28 years now. So, very cool. Thank you for your service. Oh, no, thank you. Hey, actually, I've always wanted to ask you do you, do you remember a guy named Marcus Capone? <laughs> very well. <laughs> Okay, me and Marcus are pretty good friends. We, uh, we went, we played football together in college. So, oh no shit, he um, was a quarterback, right? Yes, he was. He was a quarterback at Southern Illinois. He's a good guy. He's doing good things now. He's so, doing uh, great things now. He's he's actually out there. He's 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 making a difference. Um, yes, he is. His his program, what's it called? Because you should look him up. People should look him up. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's, um, Google Marcus Capone, Matt Souza. He's like the All American. He's six foot five quarterback mm -hmm. in college see so you should ask him to come on your podcast marcus Capone. yes yeah. he would i can hook it up Savon. he's he's a good guy thank you yeah and his and his wife his wife is amazing too he dated he ended up dating and marrying the coach's daughter <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was he in the military yeah 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 that's marcus yeah, that's was, marcus and amber okay yeah yep. and was yeah. he was he, so he, he was getting a guy out working know? with program for uh guys with ptsd and and um, mm -hmm. stuff oh. like that. What's it called? What's this? We go to do the. You he, sure? He's no advocating. Arms, no legs. <laughs> he's, he he advocates for uh, uh 
you know, medicinal marijuana and other uh, drugs to be used for veterans assistance and care and recovery. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a real cool thing. I mean, he's a big proponent of that. They've, uh, they've done stuff on capital, you know, at the capital, stuff like that. So, Wounded warrior. Just a good dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll find no, no, he's the organization and I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, uh, start, sorry to go off tangent there. Uh, Hey Dave, just questions for you, obviously on media, but what role would you like to see media play and not just CrossFit media, but all media that's involved in CrossFit in the development, the future of CrossFit? I think our CrossFit media and other media outlets that aren't directly tied to CrossFit have to take this, uh, not have to, but I would like to see them take this place of really amplifying the changes and the positive effects the methodology has on all individuals. So anyone, obviously we know this, but the world doesn't know this. Anyone can and should do CrossFit. And where people have gone um, wrong in this, I think even you take the morning chalk up, I don't think they've done a good job of really spreading the message of the power of the methodology um, mm-hmm. to the world. I think a lot of the content creators or type of um, news outlets in our space, they do a lot of um, storytelling specifically around the games and athletes, but there's a bigger there's a bigger message and a bigger story that needs to be told to the world. Well, one, that CrossFit really is for everyone. Two, how safe CrossFit is. If, if all, if, if Sevons and morning chalk-ups and bar bends and everyone out there started really preaching how safe and inclusive CrossFit was, inclusive in terms of meaning anyone can come do it. Um, I think we'd all be serving the community and the affiliates in a much more powerful way. We collectively need to really speak about the effectiveness of the methodology and how anyone and everyone, frankly, should be doing it. So that that's... That's what I think we should be doing. I don't really have high expectations for others to do it, like Morning Chaga, mm-hmm. Barband, or whoever, but I think it would be great if they would. Interestingly, who is trying to do that uh, on their own and with very little coaching for me? This little guy over here. So <laughs> look, at, look at some of the stuff he's starting to do on his own, stuff that's really yeah. supportive of, of, of the affiliates, stuff that's really supportive of our level one, not even starting, especially with the level one. He's always raved and, and really been an ambassador for that. Now he's just taking it to the next level. So, um, those with large, uh, those in the media space in our community, or even those with large voices, amplifying stuff like the magic of CrossFit, the positive, um, implications of doing this program for, for anyone are, that's powerful and would be very useful to um, not CrossFit the company, but CrossFit the community, which we all care about and want to see grow. There more, there's family members, every one of us, uh, there's family members that we all wish would be doing CrossFit and messaging and storytelling and really um, getting the word out there helps support that. Yeah, sounds fair enough. Doesn't sound like a very, um, uh, you know, it, it sounds like it's it's doable from a media aspect. It's just getting all the media members to do that. Someone said, Craig Ritchie and the Buttery Bros aren't going to do that. Oh, why do you got to shit on Mars and Heaver like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Hey, the thing, the thing is, is that when they worked at CrossFit, they were doing that same stuff. And it was good that they were doing that. You need, you need a couple guys, you, you need 
I mean, I, I think I'm not, I'm not arguing with you, Patrick, because you probably agree with me too. Yeah. Like we need those guys, but, mm -hmm. but, the, but, but we need uh, 10 times more of the other stuff. We need it. So when someone like, you know, I get this, this is the typical DM I get. Hey, Sevon, can you point, I have a, my brother is uh, obese and he was just diagnosed with type two diabetes. Do you have a video I can send to him? And, and, and we need just a massive endless library of that stuff. So when someone's ready to um, be fished out of the pond, we can, we can get them onto one of the lifeboats. Yeah. And I think, I think people have a misrepresentation of what the buttery bros do because uh, they see all the flash, they see all the stuff that they do, but they actually do do a lot of things like that. Um, I recall like the, the Hawaiian trail run, they went out there and all they did the whole time. And if, you know, if you watch that video they did in Hawaiian trail run, all they talk about is the, you know, the power of movement, you know, what CrossFit does, not just for people, but for the kids out in Hawaii with that, with that foundation and stuff like that. So, you know, I think they get misrepresented when it comes to that stuff. You know, everyone sees the, you know, them with the, the CrossFit athletes and, you know, the bright lights and all that other stuff. But I think, I really love that statement there, but um, have I'd love to challenge them, those two, and whatever. It doesn't matter what I yeah. say. They don't have to do it. But why don't they do a piece on a transformation story of someone who's nobody knows who's lost 100 pounds or someone's sure. first step into a CrossFit gym? As opposed to Thor, racing Thor. Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah. Um, oh, did you see that uh, Usyk video that just popped today? Doing CrossFit, training with CrossFit? No, the fighter? Yeah. Ukrainian guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't see that. Yeah. Is he getting ready for Tyson Fury? Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> Patrick, you are uh, uh, 137 for 137 uh, for uh, fantastic contributions to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, before I go, uh, again, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Savon, for uh, taking my call. It's uh, the organization's called Veteran Solutions. So, Susan, if you could pull that up. Veteran Solutions. Dude, everyone's boxing um, around, Susan. First Dave, now Patrick. Look at this. <laughs> he, he, they took cues from me. Um, take, yeah. So check this out. Veg contact Marcus. Get him on the show. I will. Marcus and Amber. I will. Okay. Yeah, that'd I be great. Marcus All right, thanks Amber. a lot. Okay, bye. Matt, let's see the <laughs> Veteran long, Solution. Um, right, bye. 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 Speaking of level ones, uh, this sponsor right here, California Hormones and Sarah Cox, has paid for three level ones, uh, probably in the last six months or a, or a year, to give away for free to the listeners. And uh, thank you so much, Sarah, for doing that. And uh, California Hormones, uh, Dave, if you you want to get your blood work done, and oh, so that's Sarah. That's her right there. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for contributing. Um. Uh, Thanks for giving me twenty five dollars. Let me know if you want to get your blood work done. Um, code word Sevon, uh, free doctor's consultation. I'll get my blood work done, but do I want anything put back into me? No, yeah. I'm good. Oh, let's, let's, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Mike, the sauce, Dave, is it possible the spectator could get access to backstage during the CrossFit games in between events? Like what they did at the Zelos games. What's the Zelos games? Uh, it was a, an event. <laughs> it's kind of, it's an event that took place inside of an affiliate. It's, it's, uh, it, it was a cool event, but it's it's just a totally different. It's like a local competition, and and people got. Uh, are, are you saying camera people, or or actual spectators? There's no way spectators could go back there. The athletes need a place to get away. We we had one year. Um, we had one year where we gave little tours backstage to groups of, uh, like if you did Madison Club, there was an option for you. To, like if you paid an extra thousand bucks for your ticket. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> hey, you, you didn't ask about pricing, but yeah, basically there was. There's been things like that before. Uh, where people, groups of people are led behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mike the Sauce. Uh, no, no, no. It's not Mike the Sauce. Uh, caller, hi. 
Hey, this is uh, Nick Wiemet. Um, I think I did in the chat before. So I'm one of the officers in charge for the Army CrossFit team. Oh, awesome. I know Dave, Don, and some other guys made a video for us. want to say thank you for that. Uh, and along that line, I just had a question for, for Dave or Rudy to spit out there. Is there any interest moving forward um, to kind of facilitate that collegiate level CrossFit competition? Uh, I know that there's some ad hoc and there's some probably power in the fact of organizations doing it themselves. But is CrossFit thought along that, or is that more, you know, maybe a future problem? There's been discussion, and there's been discussion in years past, even now. I couldn't tell you that we're doing it now or anytime soon, but it's definitely a good I- idea and definitely worth exploring. Are you so? Are you with the um, the fitness team, or who are you with? I it, think- no, not the not the Warrior Fitness team. Uh, the the one out of West Point. Uh, so you, Don, and I think Channel East made us a video for competing against Navy right before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that video. Did that video ever get shown? Did you guys use it? it yeah, it did. We showed, uh, so we showed the teams like that night when they showed up. They didn't really know about it. So like the officers and stuff who, who we kind of seen them, I think Navy actually ran it through. So they were all pretty pumped up. Um, you know, just cool for you guys to do that. Uh, that's very cool. Um, no, hit me up offline and we can continue this chat more. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Is that your way of blowing him off? No, not at all. Oh. It's my way of diving into the subject deeper. With him. You're interested. You didn't say that to Patrick Clark. You said it to him. Well, Patrick didn't have anything like that of that. Kind of. The media stuff. And I answered then. Thank you for calling this uh, little podcast with his little buddy. That's really cool of you. I, I didn't know I had such a wide breadth of uh, listeners. I want, I want to get your numbers up, Savon, so that so people can stop doing shit for calls. Thank you. Let me ask you a question. Are you just listening to the show because Dave's on today, or are you a regular listener? Pretty regular listener. Pretty Usually the recorded ones, though, because I'm East Coast, so it's hard sometimes. You tell me when you want me to do the shows. I'll switch the time for you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Is there a way to do the God, I feel where so people proud can, that that guy called. People can um, assign it to a person? Like, hey, I want this money to go to Dave, not Sevon. I think they should have that feature on here. For, for the messages? No, we should investigate all these people giving you money. They should have the option to give me the money. Oh, you could throw your Venmo up beforehand. <laughs> this, is good. this is like some sort of record. I didn't uh, realize. Were you a Chippendale dancer the way people are throwing <laughs> money? Like, they just know? Uh, okay, keep going. Uh, I had a power out here the other night and Hiller ran the show for me and same thing. He just killed it. He just, all sorts of loot came in uh, for me. Oh, this is what I wanted to show you. So you guys are working on the magic of CrossFit and I'm working on some videos also for uh Wadapalooza and I made a bumper. Have you seen the, I'll show you the magic of CrossFit kind of bumper first, the one you guys made. And then I want don't show me the one we made. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to let you see the, the no, inspiration. You're trying to show everyone else. Right, go ahead. Yeah, you can show, yeah, but like yeah, I've seen okay, it. Okay, uh, Susan, can we start? Uh, Are, you're trying to show yours and then show ours to kind of show. What are you trying to do? I just want to show you that. The, the but I've seen ours. I know, but let's let the people okay, at home fine. see the one. It's so on, t- say it, say it like that. Okay, I want to show the people at home. Dave, I know, I know, you've seen it before, <laughs> Dave. The one uh, that CrossFit has made. I want to show the people at home in case they haven't. <laughs> Thank you. Look at look at Heidi. Money for Sevon, not Dave. Thank <laughs> you, Heidi. Thanks. Uh, I go to Amazon.com, type in Heidi Kroom, C-R-U-M-E, and purchase uh, uh, two of Heidi's uh, newest books. What, which one do you want to? Uh... Just the, the one. The one. It's. It's. Um. I. I think I put a link to it. It's. It's like maybe ten posts ago. It's like just like a seventeen second. Uh, just says CrossFit, and there's some music playing behind it. And I want to show Dave. Or sorry, I want to show the people. <laughs> maybe just. Maybe I want to refresh Dave's memory of, of what it was, and then show him the one that uh, we made. 
that will be the bumper for our uh, content. It's it's on the dot com uh, Instagram account. Ah, uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. The magic of CrossFit. Coming soon. It's beautiful. Sounds like an orchestra tuning up in the back. Floodlights, mysterious, like the curtains down. Now, um, and I'm guessing that's going to be the bumper before some of the content that's going to be coming out. And then I want to show you the bumper that uh that we made uh, for the content that we will also be, we'll be, we'll be amplifying your message by also supporting. Um, we'll be m- more focused on the L one. Uh, can you go ahead and play ours? Uh, Susa? And I'm going to see, get Dave's uh, live reaction here to this. Uh, teamwork you like that it's complimentary right you like that oh that's amazing how much did you spend to get have that twelve thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh man check this one out stuntman mike this message is for the dave unrelated to crossfit dave recommended a book called gone with the wind a while ago reading it now and i'm floored by this novel thanks for the recommendation Mention a book called Gone with the Wind. It's only one of the fucking most epic novels of all time. I'm glad you really enjoy it. It's definitely pull up Gone with the Wind, Matt Susan. You, you told me it was your favorite book of all it's time. It's my favorite book of all time. Yeah, for a fucking sure. It was such a great, um, such a great read. Flowed so nicely. And the character development and the exploration of who they were. And um, oh, man, it, it's just a really good. I'm surprised really good you read novel. Netanyahu's book. And I'm surprised you read the other book. I don't know the title of it, but there were the letters. Yanni's book? Yeah, Yanni's book. Yeah. Because that's so unlike you to read yeah. military Yeah, material. recently, I've got, yeah, that's it. Gone with the Wind. If you haven't read it, check it out. It's, it's like 900 pages. It's a big book. Um, the movie, so after I read the book, I then watched the old school movie. The movie was also um, really good. So, BB. Oh, I, hold on. Before you talk about BB, uh, before you talk about that, uh, Michael Wright, nine ninety nine. This is for Dave. Eat a dick. Uh, but he <laughs> has to spend it on Sevon. I love you. And buy him some something nice. Good. The um, where was I going to go with this? Uh, BB. Oh, oh, I saw him on. Oh, what's that fucking dude's name on HBO? Bill Maher. I saw him on Mar. Bill Maher. And uh, Netanyahu, was, the Prime Minister of Israel. Yeah, and it was it was about a month ago, a month and a half ago. And uh, the interview was short, but really powerful. And just like listening to that guy, I'm like, man, there's something about this guy. He's a strong leader and he um, is very, has very, uh, he's resolute in his convictions. And he knows, you know, he, he, um, you could tell Bill Maher tried baiting him and it didn't happen. So after that, and he was on there to promote his autobiography, BB, my story. And so then I listened to it. I didn't buy the book. I bought the audio book and um, really liked it. And in that, he talked about his brother, Jonathan, Yanni, who uh, they were both in the Israeli special forces. And uh, Bibi was actually shot on a hostage rescue attempt on an an airplane. So that's a pretty cool background story on his part. His brother stayed with that unit and ended up getting shot in the chest on uh, another hostage rescue mission and killed. Um, so, and through the book, 
BB talks a lot about how Yanni was such an inspiration to him and such a stand-up character. And his, his story meant so much to BB and the direction he went in life. And they wrote a book about Yanni taking all of his letters throughout his life that he wrote to his friends and family and put them in a book. So I ordered the book. It was actually hard to find. Well, not hard to find. I found it on Amazon, but it wasn't, it's not widely available. What's it called? It's called Yanni uh, Letters of a... Susa, pull it up. Does anyone else ever boss Susa around like <laughs> <No>. this? No. <laughs> I fucking resent the shit out of it. Susa, pull up Yanni, um, my letters or something along that. Here's my phone. Um, and so I read that and it was really good. Notice I'm saying read or listen to. I'm very, very like there's a line in the sand. There's books I read and there's books I listen to. I listen to books. I listen to a lot of books. I don't keep track of those. But the books I read, I keep track of and like, you know, very uh, chronological or date of finish. I finished 32 books this year. Wow. And I'm disappointed. So this year, one of my goals is um, I want more than 32. That wasn't that was a That's low almost year. a book a week. You're going to have to help me off. with the spelling to pull that one up. Yanni. Yanni. Uh, Netanyahu's brother. Yeah. Yanni Netanyahu. Hold on. Let me see if I have it. Uh, Travis. Uh, from Vindicate uh, Peril. Hi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Dave, good to see you. Um, I have a question. When you get back to the office, can you stick your head in the legal department and ask them to leave me alone? If you have a <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. Who is this? Uh, this is uh, my tra- name is Travis. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, though. This is Travis. Uh, 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 he runs Vindicate. It's the apparel maker for all of the, the letters of Jonathan Netanyahu. That's the book. He's the apparel maker for um, a, a lot of the CEO uh, gear. No, he, I'm not going to say that. I don't know how fucking how much you're pushing the limits. How, and, and well, what happened was is this: he used the hashtag CrossFit, and he's not allowed to use it because he's selling apparel, and that's one of the places where CrossFit has the trademark. And then Andrew Hiller made a video today, being like, "Dude, here's a." Th- fucking thousand other people who are doing the same thing why did you come and, and travis saying, why are you coming after me come after everyone leave me alone but but you did break the rule right travis but it's just like fuck like go for a big fish why su- why this just this guy selling CEO broke, right apparently i broke the rule i didn't know there was a rule on i'm Hashtag. sorry but i'm not I, gonna I i'm not gonna go fight for you on this one. <laughs> You're on your own. Damn it, take care of it with that team on your own they do really good work and i'm proud of um, the, the, I'm sure they do. I'm proud of they the uh, fights they embark on. So maybe you just need, maybe you're just in the crosshairs and you need to get slapped around a little. Hey, someone reported you for sure, dude. I know. Yeah, but well, I, I like you. Both, yeah. yeah, but Dave likes it's you. All, good. all right, Dave. Cool. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> Bye. Trying to smooth one of my buddies. Okay, so you read the book. It, it, you read the book on uh, Netanyahu's brother, which is very. When I heard that in your uh, week, weekly review, I was like shocked. I was like, Dave doesn't read mill books. No, I, I've. It's interesting because this past or watch year, mill movies. No, I don't watch mill movies. This past year, I did get a little more interested in history of special operations units, and I'm not talking like before Vietnam. Kind of, I I picked up this book. I saw it at a used bookstore on David Sterling, and David Sterling was the founder of the British SAS, and um. Uh, it was very outside of my comfort zone, but I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. And I read that book and I really fucking enjoyed it. And then I decided to pick up a book on, um, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Founder of Delta Force. And um, 
what the fuck is his name? His name will come up in a second. Some, uh, someone will say it in the comments. And that book was so closely the the creator. What, what's his name? Um, Beckworth. Charlie Beckworth. Charlie Beckworth had been involved with the SAS, had did a year-long deployment with the SAS, and he, their selection and their unit was influenced by uh, Charlie Beckworth or by the SAS. And so I enjoyed that connection. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to read the book that made me become a SEAL, one of the books, Rogue Warrior. So I reread that as an adult, Dick Marcinko. I actually also went out recently to his funeral back east, and Dick Marcinko was influenced by Desert One, this disaster rescue operation that Delta Force was involved in. And he was at the Pentagon at the time and basically said, oh, shit, we need a unit like that. And so then they started up SEAL Team 6. And so there, it, that history and how all these units kind of are tied together in, in certain moments is fascinating to me. And so that's the place i'm comfortable right now diving into that stuff origin stories not so much like hey a story about a team that got shot down in a helicopter and how they survived yeah that's not, said, you don't do so much that you said that well yes okay. and, and how was the book would you recommend it the book by sterling the sas guy yeah yeah that was cool especially like and so where i was going with the yanni book like, oh uh, yes i don't even know if you knew i was gonna go here because i don't know if i said it but what i was thinking about when i read it what was so fascinating to me is like how far all of that shit has come. And what I mean by that is, you know, I read, what did I tell you? He was, where was he shot? But doing a hostage rescue? Yeah, but where was he shot? Uh, In the chest. Remember. Okay. And, and that's like, I was baffled by that. And it shows how far we've come in terms of just gear and equipment. Because like nowadays, unless it's a really high caliber round, chances of you getting in the shot in the chest and dying are uh, pretty low because we're all, everyone's wearing body armor. And, and especially if you're doing a hostage rescue, everyone's wearing body armor. And so that mission was, I think, in 76. Um, any unit, any type of SWAT team, special operations team, that's just helmet and body armor, standard equipment now. But back then, apparently, you know, it wasn't. And so that, that aspect of it, too, was, was interesting to me and tragic that, you know, that type of technology or that uh, type of equipment came much later and led to needless deaths like that. Did your body armor or your helmet ever save your life? Not like getting shot in the chest or head. Yeah. Will Dave do a better version of Bear, Bear Gillis to show that the U.S. Navy is better, even if we know the Swedes are the toughest? I've never watched Bear, uh, Bear Gillis' show, but I think he was an SAS guy. Uh, you uh, Who I have immense respect for. Uh, you, met, you also mentioned on your uh, show um, – not the funnest topic, but you mentioned on your uh, weekly review that a um, guy you served with who was uh, last month promoted to the commander of SEAL Team 1 uh, killed himself. I didn't say that part. Oh, okay. I told you that okay. part, but I didn't say that part. Was I not supposed to say that part? I wasn't. I didn't say it on the show because I didn't know how public that part was yet. Um, and then I checked in with a couple friends and it, it's out there now. So I had a good friend, teammate named Bobby Ramirez, who uh, I was at Team 4 with early on, like in 98, probably to 02 or 03. And he, um, he ended up, he was an enlisted guy. And we both went to Team 4 because at the time, Team 4 was um, organized by region of the world. And Team 4 was the South American team. And so guys like Dave Castro and Bobby Ramirez were brown we're going to team four and so 
Um, so we got to know each other. Was it really like that? Like, yeah, you yeah, look, for fucking you look sure. Like the people, right? For okay. sure. Like, okay. if brown people largely at that time in that period went to Team Four because Team Four was deploying to America, uh, South America. If you spoke Spanish, for sure. If you looked apart, I looked apart, didn't speak Spanish. Um, still went. So we became not, really good not, friends. Not you looked the part, you are the part. I am the part, yeah. yeah. And we uh, we became friends, hit it off, both because of that shared feature of ethnicity, essentially. And um, he, we ended up going different ways in our career. He ended up going to, um, I think, Seaman to Admiral program, where he became an officer. So he went from enlisted to an officer. About four or five months ago, maybe longer, he hit me up on LinkedIn, which it's crazy because I never go to LinkedIn, but for some reason I went there. I didn't even know I had a LinkedIn thing and we chatted and he told me he was, um, he was an officer now and uh, we stayed in contact there. Um, not as much as I would, as I would have liked. And then a few months after that, I got an invite from his team to go to his change of command. So he was going to be in charge of SEAL team one, which is a huge deal. You know, there's what, seven, seven, eight SEAL teams, a lot of officers, a lot of people to be the commanding officer of a SEAL team means you're in charge, the senior officer there. And he got that role and I was invited to the change of command. I was planning on going, but I wasn't able to go because I had a, um, I had scheduled a shooting competition that I was running, that I was organizing that same weekend. So I prioritized that, didn't go to the change of command. And then a month later, a month after he was at the pinnacle of his career, you could call it, um, I saw on Fox News, he popped up that he uh, he was dead. They found him dead in his home in San Diego. And so the first stories for a few days, weeks after that, this was right before Christmas too, and he had four kids. There was not much talk about what it was. And so that's why I didn't mention it on my weekend review because I just didn't know where it was. But I asked around and saw it's it's common knowledge now that he killed himself. And so such a fucking, like, it's, um, it's a huge loss. And it, to me, it's just so... You know, no one, you always question why. And I think of his kids and it's like, fuck, like, what are they going through? Why? Like, you why? say you question why do you, do you, can you make up reasons in your head? Why? Like, can you think of stuff like every, every person who's been to combat has had very different and unique experiences <laughs> and, and deals with them all very differently. Every one of us has a different way of had different experiences there, had different moments that affected them and have again, different ways of addressing them. Um, the suicide thing in general in the military is fucking tragic. And even in our community, spe uh, specifically in our community, like I know a, ha a good number of people who've killed themselves and it's just, um, that it, it's like, it's like, we, I find myself saying like, why, like, what the fuck? Like what, what? And again, I don't know what they went through. Um, I have a understanding I have an understanding of what it's like going to that place, but obviously something that they went through is very different than what a lot of us went through. And it, it just makes you ask that. It makes me at least ask that question. Like, fuck, why? Like what happened? What, what's it take to get to that point? And I can't imagine what is, again, like I start looking at it from the perspective of the children and thinking like, fuck, like, why is our dad gone? You know, of course. Like, yeah. And that part, that part's really hard to think of it. So, um, Sunday, I'm flying down to uh, San Diego, and then I'll be at the memorial um, on Monday. Is it horrible? The 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 memorial? Is it like I? I think for me, there's um, 
I don't know how this one's going to be, but a lot of the other ones I've been to, there's protection in numbers. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah amongst yeah. like a lot of other guys and yeah. a lot of other, there's like a blanket there. Yeah. That is very protective of maybe me being too emotional or just me breaking down. I there, think it's a, you're, it's a support group. Yes. And so, um, I don't know how this one on Monday is going to be. Um, but it's in the hive. There'll be shitloads of people there. I think so. Yeah. Um, you, you wonder, I don't remember what the number was, but I think I saw last year was like a record year for suicides in the U S military. It was like 589. If it's 589, I wonder like what the ratio is. If that means if people have flirted with it. So for every oh, one guy Jesus. that does it, does that mean a thousand have flirted with the idea? So does that mean that 50,000 the multiples? Yeah. Dozens. It's fucking probably that. I Is it like 50,000? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I don't know if there's any stats on it, but, um, it's way higher than we'd imagine. Well, thank you for talking about it. Uh, on a lighter note, how about this seal that um, uh, served, uh, turned himself into a woman and is now coming back to becoming a man? Do you know that guy? I don't know him. I saw that story, but I don't know the guy. Do you know anything about him? Not really. There's like one. You never passed him like in the latrine or. I, don't, I, don't, I never met him. I don't even I couldn't tell you his name. Um, a Kristen. Lot of the, his name's Kristen. <laughs> a, lot <laughs> of the, a lot of these stories or t- sometimes when you hear about seals, like there'll be people I investigate or ask about like, hey, tell me. I'll hit up guys and say, hey, what's this dude's deal? That person, I didn't even make any attempt. You didn't call the seal buddies and be like, who's that? No, I didn't. Wasn't interested. Didn't care. I mean, you've really been here a long time. Um, as far as far as the show goes, this particular show, um, would you? It, it, you don't have to answer now, but maybe would you come back? What do we think about maybe doing something uh, with uh, Wadapalooza with me? <laughs> like we're gonna watch that. We're gonna be on for four days. It would be really helpful for the show. You just maybe watch one event. I'll tell you when to watch it, and then we go on live as soon as their feed goes down, and you talk about what you saw in regards to the programming or the athleticism. So that would be really outside of my comfort zone and uh, <laughs> take me to a place I don't want to go. And for that reason, maybe it's worth doing. Uh, uh, <laughs> Marsha, good good break, Marsha. Good. Our first female caller. Hi. Uh, no, it's not Marsha. It's Garrett. Oh. oh, Garrett. Hi, Garrett. Hi. Hey, how are you? Who's Garrett? Garrett Gooden. Uh, she was on the show before. She's on the okay. show a couple weeks ago. No, I just, I actually just wanted to call and say uh, a really big thank you to Dave. I was a 35 mic back in the day and uh, really, I got a really big spinal injury and my hand didn't work so much and CrossFit kind of like saved me, able to do things again, being able to deadlift, being able to pick up my kid, being able to um, do so many things that I wasn't able to do before. And I really just, I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to Dave. Thank you to Savan for just promoting it and making it. Cause it is so big. It's so important. Thank you. Um, thanks for your service. So I just, why what's I 35 Mike? Say, I don't know. I don't uh, know any terms. It was back in the day, but it's human. It was, uh, I was an interrogator. Ooh. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Did we talk about that when you were on the show? Uh, no, because I don't normally talk about it. But I just wanted to say thank you for Dave and how much hero wads are so important, like on so many levels. 
Well, yeah. You know, and all this, it's, it, it, sorry, go ahead. Um, I was going to talk, but if you have anything else to say, I'd love to hear it. Uh, no, I just appreciate it so much. Like every time you were announcing workouts and um, it, it just meant so much like to do, to get into a hero lot and do it. And it's so, there's so much of an emotional attachment to it that to, it's necessary. And I just thank you for doing that for us. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. And where I was going to go with that is, um, you know, reading the book, you, you asked the question, like why, why I'm starting reading those books. I think too, as uh, uh, time has passed since I've been in those units, done those things, I'm becoming more interested in contributing and giving back and understanding some of the history. And even this topic here about, the suicide rate and suicides in general in the military, like I'm getting this place, like, well, how can I start helping or what can I do? And you know what Sarah Wilkinson's doing with um, her step up foundation and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not going to start my own foundation, but there's, I think I have You're still young. Don't close any doors. You're so, young. I think I want to help initiatives like that and start supporting things. And I just need to figure out where and how, and how I best can fit in. I do see myself take, I need to take more of a role and kind of being an ambassador for people getting out and, you know, helping with people maybe in those situations. It's funny because I remember years ago, someone contacted me. This was like right after I was out, basically telling me he was fucked up. And I was, at, especially at that point, kind of like, um, we, we didn't deal well with that with each other. Go work out. Yeah, basically. And I kind of yeah. just fucking blew him off. And like he, nothing ended up, he didn't do anything, but like, I really fucking regret that. Like I really should have been there for him. And I feel like there's been a number of times throughout the years, guys like that, who've been teammates, like I haven't been there and I want to, I want to work on that for people I know, but also for just how I can give back to the community in general, the military vets, whatever. So I don't know what the answer is, but I'm, I'm definitely thinking about that especially you, after this one i hope you do because you're such a um a big uh role model for all of us and i think that m the majority of us have survivor's guilt and i think that's a big thing when it comes to uh military suicides and it hurts and but i'm just glad that you're doing what you're doing and and it means so much to all of us and if we haven't said it enough like let let me say it again like thank you for everything you do with our health with our mental health with um just being able to talk about it seeing you talk about it means so much to us to be able to talk about it and i and i hope you i hope you do we're we love you so much and we're big fans thank you i appreciate that thank you Gary, for calling great call have a good night. You just passed Patrick Clark as the best contributor of the show. <laughs> Bye, Thank guys. Bye. Good night. Much love. Thank you. Uh, I, when uh, she was on the show, it was like high for two days. It was probably one of the best shows I ever did. You were high? High. Like high. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was so, like for this show. No, no. I, like, like I'll be high, like, I'll have trouble sleeping tonight because <laughs> I'm so excited you were on. But like for her, I couldn't sleep for two days. Um, What do you think about this? Um. How I I, th I I liked the UFC. I liked when you were the face of the CrossFit Games, and I liked um, and I liked Dana White being the head of the UFC. If Dana White is not doing the weigh-ins, I fucking don't watch the weigh-ins. 
Well, he's definitely fucking smacking his wife around. Do you think? And he's Pull gonna, that clip up, Susan. No, no, Pull no. Pull that clip and, up. And, and he's gonna and he's gonna survive that. Jethro, we, I probably deadlift way more than you fucking do. Oh wait, what did he say? Oh shit, we're getting hot. He's out <laughs> CDC of coffee. CDC learned how to deadlift properly. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, pull up the pull up the Dana White clip. What, what do you, what do you think? Does CrossFit need a uh, a figurehead, a spokesperson? I, I I strongly think they do, and it's going to be hard to find if if you don't take the helm, if you don't do it. Someone sharing the vision, someone invigorating the base, someone uh, who 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 shit doesn't stick to. You're old enough. Oh, you know what's shit. going on? Listen to this. This guy might be in Spanish. Souza literally is ignoring me now. Oh, why? Because I told him pull up the fucking video from there. We go. They know. Oh, oh there take, we go. Oh, yeah. it takes. Okay. A, oh no, he was listening to me. <laughs> I have lost control of the show. Call Hold her. on, check it out. Watch Stand this, guys. If you haven't seen this, Dana White on New Year's Eve. We we looked at it yesterday. Oh, I can't believe. Oh, he pushed her. No, he, that wasn't a push. He pushed her. That was, was not like a this. push. Pushed, that that's how you not... pushed my camera away. Oh that year. man, that's not good. It's fine. That's not good. As Daniel Brandon said on the show, "Equal rights, equal fights." Did she say that? Yeah. E- equal rights, equal left. <laughs> yeah, someone said that too. Someone said what? <laughs> equal rights, equal left. <laughs> Call uh, her high. Hello, hello. Hi. It's Magnus here. Oh, Magnus from Mexico. We're talking about the interesting subject right now. Okay. Yes. The Swedish in Mexico. Okay. I speak Spanish. Uh, But you're talking about interesting subject about suicide. It's not only military. It's a lot of this masculine thing. Since you seven are the spider in the net, connect thing to Liver King, who's talking about the same thing. Right. Make a big thing about it. You're you're saying I should make a big thing about it. I should drive it. You know what I didn't understand. No, you're you're just connecting the dots. Oh right. I mean, I think the Liver King was in a bad place. I mean, basically, he said that that's why he's has these body issues that he does. I mean, he basically just came out. Is that an out though? Is that an out for fucking to cover his shit? No, 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 no. Well, that's legitimate. Question. No, My no, question's no, legitimate. No, no, no. no. Hey, you don't listen, buy that at hey, all. Hey, listen. I think all you, those guys can, that are that, that big be, are okay, streaming for help. Say that. I think can all that those be guys. an out to cover for what happened? Could, no. No? That no. can't even be a possibility? It, it could be. It could but, be. Yeah, of course it can. That's all I want not. you to say. But it's not. I want you to say it can be. It could be. It might be a possibility that that's a good way to get sentiment on your side by playing, hey, I... I'm thinking of some very bad examples I could give you back. Some very bad. <laughs> now you got me fucking <laughs> uh, yeah I don't, I don't even want to say them uh, so so caller go on with that sorry from Mexico you deserve more more of our you don't you guys shouldn't see Dave and I fight like that go ahead that wasn't a fight no no that's the enjoyment of the show seeing you fight so I don't have anything else okay great show thank and you Davis in a bad place right now too that's so fun Oh uh, yeah, he's in. He's on the sofa. Yep, he's the first uh, man to grace that sofa. All right. No, th- but he's in a bad place. Oh no, he's in a good place. What are you talking about? Look at him. He's comfortable. He's got his jacket on. Did you get cold? Or are you leaving? Both. Yeah. Thank you for the call. I'm sorry. Um, I kind of took it in a different direction with the Liver King, but I I do understand what you're saying, especially in relation to Seven and what he's doing. Maybe he should be taking this. I don't have any suicide close to me. I don't even feel it. I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't. I don't. Did he? Did the Liver King say that any of that was crossing his mind? I don't recall. Okay. 
but he was clearly in a in a did you end up watching the interview with him and Piers Morgan no good yeah it was good it, it, did you like did you did you I watched that it was not a seven minute interview oh, you, on YouTube did you like him did you like how Liver King represented himself yeah I like how Piers called him out more though he, okay yeah, like he called, he, he read his nine, seven tenants or whatever they are. And yeah. then number eight could be steroids now. <laughs> Shit like that. Oh, yeah. Pierce. Hey, what do you think about Pierce? Uh, uh, Magnus, thank you. Thank okay, you. Uh, what, what do you think about Pierce uh, Morgan flipping the script? He's come full circle. He got red pilled right before our eyes. Same with Bill Maurer. Same with Joe I, Rogan. I don't know if you can say that about Bill Maurer. Really? I don't think he's. Drink or he's he has not consumed the red pill. He has. Not? I think people like to put that label on him okay. to to help their narrative, uh-huh. but I don't think that's the case. Okay, which is totally like. What, what about like Pierce where, Morgan? Like what about where, Pierce Morgan? I like where Bill is in terms of walking you know, the he line. He believes his he, he has his positions, but he also believes that you don't have to be on a side and dogmatically follow everything on that side. Like me, like balanced. There's, there's, you can, you can have opinions that differ from the popular norm of your party. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Keep calling. I want to ask, I want to go, we're going to go soon. Okay. Hold on. I want to uh, call her. Give me one second. I just want to say this one thing to Dave. A friend of mine, uh, unbeknownst to me, joined one of your shooting competitions. He went there. Which one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and he told me to, he reported two things back. He said, your daughter took second place in the shooting competition, which is crazy to me with all these grown men. And he said, Jason Kalipa broke one of your, uh, <laughs> special guns. Are both of those stories true? Did both your daughter those take- stories are t- totally true. Did your um, daughter cheat? Did you help her? Are you standing over her shoulder? No, I, I've just practiced with her and she, uh, how old is she? 13. Crazy. And she, uh, once she knows she's in a compete, she starts focusing and wanting to train and prepare for it just like me so she puts the work in and uh and it's showing jason were you embarrassed that she took second like yo girl like throw some shots do some bad shots on purpose like take fifth or something no because i took first (laughs) (laughs) you enter your own shooting competition yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my goodness Uh, that's totally norm that's totally normal um jason broke a seven thousand dollar gun awesome yeah Damage his friendship at all? Uh, a little. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I had to set it back. Actually, the PC broke once I took off the scope, once I took it out of the chassis, once I took the trigger off. The part that he broke is only $2,000. Was it just because he's just too strong? He's just the fucking Hulk? Or just- I didn't see it, and that's my contention, but everyone around, they're either covering for him or so it's a bolt action gun. You lift it up, you pull it back, you push it forward, you push it down. Yeah. You take a shot, you lift it up, you pull it back, you pull it forward. What do you imagine Jason doing in that situation? Just pulling, not lifting <laughs> up and just pulling straight back. <laughs> well, I imagine him lifting up and just pulling back like a fucking animal. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think Jason broke it. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they, you, should, they should. They should give I just, you. I just hung. Out. I just saw him today. They should give you two guns now. That was some quality control. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm just the luckiest man alive right now. Dude, I'm shitting bricks right now. Um, this is really cool. So I have a question, I guess, for either one of you guys. But uh, I'm a chiropractor, and I have been doing a lot of looking into CrossFit health lately. So I've been coaching for a few years. 
And it seems like there's such a cool opportunity with the physician's portal of finding doctors who do CrossFit uh, from all different medical fields. I don't even know if this is really the place to, to ask this question, but it seems like it's been in a weird position for a few years where I, it, it just doesn't seem like it's really like going anywhere, gaining any traction. Um, you know, yeah, he's in charge of that? growth. So you've actually come to the right place. Oh, that's, and, and honestly, he's a legend too. So, so Joe, um, Susan, pull up map.crossfit.com and, um, nobody else talks to him. Like no one else. No one else. What? Like gives like commands like this. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, there's only one person who could ever replace Dave as the face. It's rich Froning. If he isn't available, we could settle for Kalipa wad zombie. Okay, so uh, map.crossfit.com, click on CrossFit Physicians and de-click uh, Affiliates. Yep, yep, there you go. And so just scroll scroll left, and, and it's specialty too. This is a pretty cool fucking feature for any of you looking for a practitioner. Scroll, come to where um, California, where the 13 is, and click on 13. Did you even know this is out there, Sevon? I think I did, but I'd forgotten. Zoom in on our area. Let's find, let's find a doctor for Sevon. Um, there we go. Zoom in more. Okay, there's two. There's two. Uh, there's two. Let's let's pick that one by Watsonville. Yep, right there. So look, right there, Michael Dunn, emergency medicine. If you need a doctor in the Aptos area, oh shit, that's a couple miles from my house. Yeah. So that guy does CrossFit, and if I want like emergency medicine, okay. But anyway, well, I, so th- I, go ahead. I feel like sorry. I feel like there's a ton more out there. And I don't know why it's not up there. I sent an email a few months ago, and this isn't a, uh, I know you're not IT or anything, but uh, it, 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 they, they told me in the email that basically like everything's still in the works. There's a lot of things still changing. And I don't know. I just feel like it's such a, like it, it's literally the epitome of a lot of what, you know, Greg had as far as like what he was imagining this thing where CrossFit was going. And it, it seems like it's not care- taking any traction. Um, but I do love this. This is awesome. Well, you definitely have to recognize like there's been some serious transitions and some serious periods of um, friction that we've been going through the last few years between um, the the sale and then those last two years, the last year, now a new CEO. So, you know, we have a lot going on, right? So um, why I'm saying that, look, you know, you getting an answer like that, that kind of is incomplete. doesn't surprise me in terms of where we're at and that that'll all improve and get better, but it's just, it's just going to take a lot of time. I'd like to address that too. So all the departments had heads and really the head of that department, the vision, the driving force, the thing that Greg was most involved in was CrossFit health with Karen Thompson. Like it was just basically the fucking two of them. They drove that fucking thing while the rest of us did our own shit. And that was Greg's baby. Wouldn't you say Dave? For sure. And so when he sold the company, uh, CrossFit Health lost its way. And uh, it was supposed to be about the ills of modern medicine and to look at why it was it was that that department was supposed to bring doctors in and show them that CrossFit's a great tool for them. And instead, I think that the, it lost its way and, and doctors were being brought in as doctors instead of indoctrinating them to CrossFit. It was kind of started leaning more towards indoctrinating CrossFitters to doctors. And and so it kind of lost its way. And then since then, I think it's got another reset. I think that it's, it's kind of unfucked itself from there. And, and, and now they're back to a clean slate. So in defense. So it will be to 
see what's interesting. But those are um, that was a very unique and special vision for that specific department that was being driven by Greg. And so and he was the obviously the first department head to go when he uh, sold the company. So that makes sense. What a um, quick question. What do you guys think of Sevan doing in person, more in person? Definitely need to work on this, I think, this display of it. But you, you don't fans? like the, the, the posters back there and maybe like, what do you mean the display? The, the posters are interesting. Yeah. What do you mean display? I don't know. There's something about me being so much lower than you. Okay, I can fix that. Okay. I like that. That's good feedback. I'll fix that next time. Maybe a shared table that's larger. Okay. Hey, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Savon. Yeah, you you. Sorry. Night. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Bye. All right, last question, then I'm going to wrap it up. I can't believe I fucking did this for two hours. I can't believe you did it for two hours, too. We talked about David Goggins. We talked about Netanyahu. We talked about Kleba breaking your uh, gun. Uh, okay, here we go. Man, the Dolphins lost five in a row, huh? How do you still fucking like that team? I don't know. Okay, you have the last question. Go ahead. Oh, good deal. What's up, Savon? Hey. Um, Dave, I appreciate you uh, spending your time. But uh, I just wanted to, you may have answered this question, but um, Andrew Hiller is a big uh, proponent with Savon of putting out a lot of content regarding CrossFit, and I feel he's put a lot of good content exposing opportunities for improvement. But uh, he recently had a video talking about how CrossFit might be dying and uh, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I know it's kind of a loaded statement, but um, personally, I, I'm going on 10 years as a level one. I just took uh, on a job as an affiliate coach and uh, head coach. And so I feel like CrossFit is as good or coming to back to like its grace period. But uh, I just would like your opinion on that. It's clearly not dying. And that's 100% clickbait. <laughs> so, yeah. so you gotta understand how people I like, like it. so uh, you gotta understand yeah. how people like hiller work and people like savon i do Their not work like titles that. that is it's you know what I'm i've trying, been hearing, I've been, I'm hearing I've been hearing it's dying since 2005 four when i first got involved uh it's not dying Good. it's not going anywhere um that post or that video i don't know what the content what he said in the content but i know the title and that title is 100 percent clickbait um, the yeah. methodology is too powerful, too effective, too uh, potent to to go away that easily. Um, we're not we've never we're not selling a piece of equipment. We're not you know TRX mm -hmm. or some of these other things or trends or the thigh master. Some of these things that have come and gone. We're a way of thinking. We're a way of training. Combine that with a uh, super passionate community who's really supportive of each other and. Uh, that's fucking powerful. And um, it's not, there's no, no demise in the near future of CrossFit as a methodology or as a movement. Awesome, man. Well, I love it, bro. And I uh, won't take any more of your time. And yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like CrossFit is uh, something that's beyond just, you know, working out and uh, the community is so powerful. And um, I'm just happy to be back as a coach. And uh, if you're ever in uh, Florida, Tampa, Florida, um, uh, the CrossFit's called CrossFit Warrior Eagle. If you ever uh, were in the area, man. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude, yeah, for the call. Later, guys. Yep. Uh, Carlos, thank you for the money. 
I'm about to pee my pants. Uh, Dave, thanks for coming. Thanks. Um, don't worry about being late. It's fine. Anything for you. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. We continue the affiliate series uh, with uh, Trisha Evangelista. Is that her name, uh, Sousa? Yes. Yes. All right. Awesome. Okay, guys. Thank you, uh, Sousa. Thanks for running the back end. And uh, I will see you guys uh, tomorrow. Dave with the quick exit. Bye-bye. Adios.